Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Buy, hold, sell, Jacob Carraz. Talk about a player of interest. A negative break even there and two awesome scores in the first two games of his career. He's showed so much talent and he's got so much to offer here. And we see a game in, in the centres just under 70 minutes there where he picked up a 48 and then a game on the wing for a 53. And what we're looking at here is obviously you know, a bunch of kick defusals. He had a penalty, an error to go along with the attacking stats. Six tackle breaks, three offloads and a try. So... If we can expect somewhere around the 30 mark, we're going to make a decent amount of cash from this guy and also get him uh, as a player for round 13. So that's obviously the big thing there. Potential to get him up to about a 500k type of player, I'd say, averaging 35 to 40, you know, with a couple of good games when he scores a try and then a couple of games where he gets to 25 to 30, which I think makes a lot of sense there for a player who has the talent that he does in a very average side. So Karaz is a very, very good buy this week. At 321 is obviously the main issue, but you get him <clears throat> straight away with a negative break even, which is going to you know, spark a, a bunch of quick price rises and be great for your squad. If you're new here, guys, please subscribe to this channel. I'd appreciate it a lot. Jump in the Discord. We have 2,700 people. I'm very, very thankful for that. Uh, you know, all great guys that really help. You know, if, if you can't get a, a question answered by me, then there's plenty of great guys in there. And obviously, you can be a part of the people squad, so get around that. Now, Butcher will speak about him as also a buy this week. He is obviously you know made a little bit of cash after his 58 last week. And we see a bunch of decent games. You know, he's got some second row games this year, which weren't as great, a 43 and a 40. But when you're getting him at a 526, we only need him to average in the mid-40s to do well. And when you have games like the, the last one in him at 58 there, yeah, you're looking at some decent scores. He has a game of 53 at second row for 80 minutes. So if he can continue that, he's going to do great for you. And owned by 59 of the top 100, so they see the, the same thing there, 40% of the top 5K. So Nat Butcher, dual position, still a great option. There might be an opportunity for him to move to the middle a little bit. And uh, you know, if his brother comes on, Egan, uh, potentially Satili comes on and takes his spot. There's also a small chance that he loses a few minutes. But at a minimum, if he can get over 60 minutes, he should be okay to get that 40-plus score on a week-to-week basis. Some get weeks getting 80 minutes and some getting around that 60 mark. So that's not Still a great option this week like he was last week. 
Okay, Xavier Savage is an interesting one. So they obviously play round 13 as well. And we've seen what he's done in some games playing at fullback. Last year, he got two cracks at a 26 and then a 73. And with the Raiders playing a lot better at the moment, he definitely uh, is going to peak a lot of players' interest, given the fact that he's 220K. At the moment, not owned by anyone in the top 5,000. So you could pick him up. And if he had managed to do really well, you know, considering last week he, he only got, um, yeah, he got the 40 minutes and picked up a 32 playing in that fullback role. There's definitely scope for him to average around a 40. We spoke about him earlier on in the year, uh, pre-season, of, of being a really good option if he managed to get that fullback spot at, at some stage of the year. And this might be that opportunity. You get a little bit of a short uh, a short period of, of a cash grab and potentially some decent scores if you're lacking in the wing fullback position. So he could help you this week, heading into round 13 and, and probably up to 17 there. And if you wanted to, you can move him on, I think, uh, when when Chance comes back. So Savage, Savage, obviously a great option as well this week to go along with Karaz. If you don't have that amount of cash, the 320, uh, you can go for Xavier this week with his break-even being back to a normal uh, normal sort of mid-teens uh, break-even there. All right, Toho, you can get him this week, you can get him next week, but I, this week or next week, I think, but at 695, you're getting me a 50 average. He's going to be getting that 80 minutes from here on in. They lose for Neil Blake, looks like for a long time, unfortunately. Uh, they've already released Lodge. So there's a bit of a space through the middle, but also on that edge, you know, at least to get 80 minutes on the edge there for, for Toho. And, and he's had a, obviously a career, uh, especially since moving to the Warriors, of being a big middle forward uh, slash second row. You see games here in the second row. He played a bit you know, on the edge and then would move to the middle. So there's a chance that he does that here and he's got 70s, 60s in his, uh, in his range there. And he's definitely underpriced if we can get back to that form. You saw obviously the 70 minutes on the weekend to get him that 50 points. And it was 50 in base. So if he can get the odd offload, the odd tackle break, which he has done in the past, then he could be that 55 to 60 point scorer that we've all known and, and loved him to be. Obviously owned by a very small percentage. So this week, he obviously has a, a very high break even, which can get close to that. If not, you don't want to do this week. Uh, the trades don't work out properly. Then then next week will be perfect for Toho. Um, yeah, great option. And we get Burton here at, at a similar price of 680. So obviously, you know, price pretty much where he's averaging at 48. You've got the half center jewel. And he's been doing great lately. You've got 52, 82, 44, and 74 the last four weeks. And he's coming into his own. A couple of tries now. Back kicking goals again. And and the odd t- the odd tackle uh, try assist as well. Tackles have been solid the last two weeks as well. The 23 and the 25. Really, really nice. Turn to go with two and one. Uh, in terms of the misses. So he's obviously been doing really well in that category, which he wasn't doing as well earlier on the year. Obviously been something he's been working on because those last few weeks have, uh, you know, one, two, and one, when it was six and four the two weeks before that. So definitely improving in, in that on that side of the ball as well, which is only going to give him confidence on the offensive side. And, and Burton, yeah, definitely still a great option if you want to pick him up. Move on to Joshy Jackson. We spoke about him last week and the week before, but Joshy, again, just priced around that 49 there. And it's a great option for anyone's side. The last bunch of weeks have been really, really solid. So only a 47 as he's low in the past like seven weeks. So he's someone that has that potential to do really, really well uh, and average over 50 for you, make a bit of cash, dual position, and is great for the buy period. So there you go for Joshy Jackson. Still a great buy heading into this week. Now we get into a bit of a hold here in, in Tamalolo. I think a very high break even is the main issue I think if you've got a lot of trades, you can probably move him on because you're going to lose that bit of cash. We're not sure if, if he's actually going to play in round 13. There's a few things to think about, but definitely someone that it looks like is probably going to be out this week and then back heading into round 13. But it's a one to three week injury. So really, if you're missing him, if you're missing out on him in round 13, then you're going to be really pissed. So I have him in my team and I'm thinking about moving him on. 
but there's definitely some thought there to potentially hold him and use him over the next five weeks as a, as a good scorer. But you know, considering it's a knee injury, there's definitely an opportunity, uh, well, definitely less of an opportunity for him to play massive minutes and could just be a sell this week. And if you do that, I'm completely fine with that. I'm thinking about it myself. So that's Tam Lolo. He uh, obviously had two really low scores uh, in a row after that really good stretch uh, of big minutes and big scores there. All right, Selwyn. I just think he's way too expensive. The 5.57, he's gone up you know, crazy amount over the last bunch of weeks. He was sitting in the low 300s, 330, 340, and now he's, uh, he's headed all the way up into you know, the 557 after two massive, you know, three massive weeks, really, 63, 53, and 88. And that's considering you know, he's got two tries, three tries, and, true, and two tries in, that, in those weeks. And can we expect him to do that every week? I don't think you can. Yeah, you look at the scores at the beginning of the year. I understand he's a rookie. You know, he did play a bunch of games last week, uh, last year. Sorry, and he only came good uh, in a couple of them. And this year he's had three on the trot. Can he continue that? I'm not exactly sure. Is he going to be similar to Talakai, where he had a bunch of really good scores and then he goes back down to lower ones? I can see that happening. There's definitely some money to be made over the next few weeks, but he doesn't play round 13, and I think that's a bit of a killer when you can go for like you know guys like Joey Manu. Um, and Ruben Garrick and stuff at a similar price point who are playing in, in round 13. So that's my thoughts on Cobo. I understand if you want to pick him up as a head-to-head player, you're probably going to make a bit of cash for the next month or so, uh, but he, he has every chance to go back to some some lower scores. He's had a few runaway tries and things like that. To Alangi, we're going to speak about him as a sell this week. So back on the bench again, unfortunately, you know, he was doing really well in that starting role, so, you know, mid-40s uh, in as an average in those starting big minute rolls, and he, and he goes back to the bench now. After a 12 last week, he's probably going to get a similar score and start losing your cash that you made on him. So he's a sell. I think he's one to uh, move on from your side. Nice and simple. He's owned by a big percentage. If you're holding on to him, you're going to lose some cash from here. Ezra Mann. I think this week, you know, he's, he gets the extra week. So if you got lucky last week, brought him in, he got the 54. Awesome work. He's going to get one more week, it looks like, with um, yeah, with, with Reynolds just being out with a little bit of hamstring tightness. So with Mam, I'd be holding off on him personally. I think, you know, the other options there in, in Savage and also um, Karaz are probably better for you this week. Ezra doesn't play in round 13, and he probably won't play again unless there's another injury to Reynolds. So considering they don't play in round 13... They're being safer with Reynolds there, getting that extra week's rest, and then he's good for 14. So Ezra, I think you've got to leave him out of your side. But if you picked him up, there's one player in the top 100 that got him. Um, sweet, you get him for another week. All right, so Husey, 692. So you get him under a 50 average now. And if you held the last few weeks, you're obviously pretty annoyed. And you know, coming off a 35, a 46, and then missing two weeks really sucks. But if you look at games before that, in the, the seven rounds that he played, he had four games over 50 and three of those over 60 there, one over 70. So has had a, a really solid start to the year. Obviously, the last two games have, have killed his average, but he was averaging around 54 through that first seven rounds. And if you're looking at that in itself, for a guy that doesn't play Origin, he's only going to miss one game over the next stretch. I think Husey is a guy that you just definitely have to hold. He's definitely he's, he's obviously a pod as well, only owned by uh, 2% of the top 5,000 and 1.3. Uh, so 13 people in the top 1,000 there, which is... Yeah, obviously low. And if he can go on a run that he did last year, we spoke about it before, what what he did during the origin period last year and into the back end of the season. You look through here from you know, round six onwards, he absolutely killed it. And all through the origin there, 81 in round 13, 76 and an 82 over that three-game stretch. And then 72 and 76 and 18 and 19. Really incredible. And he has every chance to do that again. I, I can't see why not. Um, you know, he's improving as a player each and every year, which is you know crazy to see with how good he is already. But I think Hughes definitely hold this week. 
Ruben Garrick's a very interesting one. I think if we uh, we're going for the buy maybe or no chance, Garrick goes into the maybe category for sure. You obviously look at how he scored last year on the wing and also at fullback. He had some cracker games at fullback last year, 86, a 52, a 62 there in those three games in the back end when Tommy wasn't playing. But really, the goal here with Garrick is that we need Manly to continue to play better football. And at the moment, they've got Melbourne this week, which is going to be a tough task. But then they've got you know Warriors, Tigers, and the Cowboys the next three, for example. If we're just looking at matchups. And you know, Ruben has a solid opportunity to average around 45 to 50, but there's also a chance he just sits in that mid-30s if Manly don't go as well. He's got a 45 and a 34 um, to his name there in around 7 and 8, and then 5 and 6, a 35 and a 42. So that sits you in that high 30s average, which is where he's at, you know, priced at uh, and where he's averaging right now. So if you think there's a little bit of upside to him, then you can go for it. But if you think he's going to average somewhere similar to where he's at now, he's probably a little bit too expensive for what, you, um, what you'd what you be you know, getting output-wise from Garrick. So that's that one there. An interesting one at a cheaper price is obviously Jaden Campbell here at 543k. He has played a few games this year, five uh, he has, and a 30, a 38 in the first two. A 16 was really, really tough against the Raiders uh, earlier this year. He's come back with a 62, uh, 262s there with no tries, uh, and only one try assist and one line break. So very, very interesting to see with him. We know the talent that he possesses. And uh, those two return games here with 266 metres and also 165. But he's also kicking in general play, which is a real interesting one. And if you think Titans can do, can do fairly well this year, I think he can do worse than picking up someone like Jaden Campbell. If you think he can average around a 45, then you've got at least you know 100K or just under to make from him. For a guy that plays 13 and has a fair bit of upside, I think Jaden Campbell could be a solid pickup for your squad. So he's, you know, in between the maybe and, and the buy category uh, for me with Campbell. If you like watching him play and if you think the Titans can do okay, then Campbell could be a solid option for your side. I'm going to go for three more. And Luki Kiri has really stepped into uh, a, a, you know, a bunch of great games recently. He has started super slow. And the last five weeks there, he's got a 46, 51, 50, 43 uh, and a 68 there. And, and that's included no tries at all this year. And he's starting to pick up his assist game. The tackling's been solid. He's had most games over 20 in that last bunch. And then running the ball a lot more than he was at the beginning of the year, which is great. So a lot, he's showing a lot more confidence, which is awesome. Uh, the 103 meters there uh, last week, and then uh, three weeks back, 100, 105 to go along with his normal kick meters. So I think Kiri could come out and average around a 50 over the next, you know, the next bunch of weeks or heading into the rest of the season. And if you're interested in Kiri, I think he could uh, make some cash and get you some good scores. So it uh, would definitely be a clear pod if you look to get uh, Luki. Michael Molo is the interesting one. So he got the 53 minutes, uh, sorry, 53 points in 47 minutes with a try and two line breaks and pretty much had the perfect game, right? Apart from the error and the couple of penalties, um, you know, just with the attacking stats was just awesome. So can he get 47 minutes again? I don't even know. You know, there's every chance he comes out and gets 30 odd. My main issue with him is he doesn't play 13. So if, you know, you've got those other guys that do and with Molo, he could come out and really dominate, but you can probably give him one more week. Uh, and if he does great, then you can pick him up in round 14 at around 300k if he's still named and go from there. So that's my thoughts on Molo. And we move to our last one and that's for Tyler Mariner. So we're just going to be on watch for him. If he gets a start and gets anywhere above 50 minutes, he's going to be a great option for anyone's side. He's uh, priced at a fairly low uh, position there in the 30s. So for for Raymond, I think, uh, yeah, once he gets a star, which he could he could get this week, we got King in that position at the moment, and Raymond has every opportunity to have that spot locked up. 
uh, over the next few weeks. And if he gets that this week or next, he could definitely be an option. Just keep on watch for Raymond uh, heading into round 13, guys. But that's that video. Please like this one. Uh, show it to your friends. We obviously are building a great community here, and I love all of yous. We'll, uh, we'll jump in and catch you in the Analyzing Teens video. So get that. Uh, get those picks into that section in the, the team's analysis, and I'll, I'll analyze yours for you if I can get to it. See you guys. Have a good day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.